0: Bo scouts goes by the pseudonym Bo, Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence.
1: He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The
0: rush hour is on the air.
1: Rush
0: rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly.
2: Welcome to your Tuesday, Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. If you'd like to be on the program, 800 848 W-A-B-C is the number to call, 800-848-9222. And we start right away with news from Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood, if you could. Uh, The actor Dean Norris, I have no idea who this man is because I don't watch these shows, but many of you might, and therefore you would know who he is. The Hollywood actor... Dean Norris has criticized those of you Americans who are complaining about soaring gasoline prices across these United States of America. Mr. Actor Dean Norris says, he he stars in some show called Breaking Bad, whatever. Uh, Mr. Breaking Bad star says, the current gas prices are fair market prices, he urged anyone who loves capitalism to STFU. If you don't know what that means, it means shut the F up. You're not getting robbed at the pump, Norris wrote in a tweet on Wednesday. You're paying fair market price for a commodity. If you love capitalism so much, then sh- STFU. Now, that tweet went viral and uh, one of the things that came back yeah easy to say when you have a net worth of 5 million these are record high gas prices now this is one of those statements that i have some agreement and disagreement with joe biden and his white house have been calling on the oil companies to reduce the press the price of gas out of a sense of patriotism which is just inane and 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 to me intellectually vapid they don't ask their allies in the education industry, for instance, to lower their prices. They don't ask their political operatives to, to 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 lower their fees. They don't ask anyone else to lower their prices. Why should the oil companies do that out of a sense of patriotism? And it doesn't make sense anyway. Why should they absorb a loss? So, of course, in the analysis... One has to conclude that, yes, this is capitalism at work. It is supply and demand. There's always going to be a high demand for gasoline in this country, at least. Now, the supply part of it is questionable because there are ways to increase production so that there is more of a supply on the open market. And why aren't we doing that? Well, let's talk to Joe Biden and his administration. They close off oil leases, gas leases, because they want to bend over, grab the ankles for their environmentalist voters. They're rabid environmentalist voters. And there are any number of things this administration can do. They're talking about uh, Biden is a tax holiday on gasoline. Because after all, the taxes that you pay, state, federal, local, they add up. But this attitude of just shut the F up and stop complaining is a little obnoxious, Mr. Hollywood. There are a lot of people who, through no fault of their own, work very hard and they are on a tight budget. Energy costs in the United States have been within the means of the middle class for most of our oil-burning history. When Jimmy Carter, jimma when Gemma was in office, we had gasoline shortages, oil shortages, we contrived. The same way that we're having supply issues now. But for the most part, until Democrats get their hands and start driving the economy downward, oil and gas prices are fairly stable. And people depend on that. They depend on it to work. They depend on it to live. They depend on it to heat their houses. There are many senior Americans who are retired, living on fixed incomes. And Mr. Breaking Bad's message to them is to S T F U. really? These people have already worked. They're retired. They've contributed to this country's greatness in many instances. And this is what you tell them? Stop complaining about high gas prices and shut the F up. And you know, some of these the arrogance of some of these people in Hollywood, these people have done very well for themselves. Thank you, this country. And I just don't get this 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 arrogant shut up attitude. I don't care whether the guy's a conservative, whether he's a libertarian or whether he's a straight-up liberal. That's the wrong message. There's so many Americans who are living paycheck to, oh, he's using a liberal phrase. Yes. I hear myself do it, by the way, when I do. But it is true. There are a lot of people who are living paycheck to paycheck. Now, you may not want to hear that, some of you, and some of my fellow Republicans may not want to hear it, because we hear Democrats say that all the time and we we think if the democrats say well then we better not say it because then we're going to sound liberal but guess what there are many people in this country who are living from paycheck to paycheck through no fault of they of their own they work hard for their money these are the people that work for instance in some of the amazon warehouses so that they can get you your goods the next day or the same day in some cases these are the people that do work, not just in the factories, but work in all areas of the public sector sometimes, the bus drivers, the train drivers. They are people, laborers, who are working. And despite the fact that everything is, is high now, some of these people are barely making ends meet. I'm sorry, that, is the, that happens to be the truth. And if it sounds liberal to you, well, too, I don't want to sound arrogant, but if it sounds liberal to you, then I suggest you take another look at what really goes on in some places in America. Yes, we are the most prosperous nation. Well, we used to be before Joe Biden. And yes, Donald Trump, his economy was gangbusters. But look at what this man, look at what this administration has done to America. And there are people out here, there are senior citizens, as I said earlier, on fixed incomes. They don't have the kind of money, in some cases, to deal with these insane prices that they're being faced with. So no, the answer isn't telling them to shut the F up. The answer is to get rid of these liberals that have ruined this economy. Daily Mail, White House COVID coordinator tells parents to vaccinate their children even if they have immunity from a previous infection. COVID cases drop 11%. They're below 100,000 per day mark for the first time since last May. The White House's COVID chief coordinator recommending young children who've already been infected with the virus still get vaccinated. Why? 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 There is a 0.01% chance of anyone between the ages of one, five, six, seven, eight years old dying from COVID. Why? Why are you re- recommending that? is that these are the people that always lecture us to follow the science. Explain the science in this. In New York, moving on, WABC News TV. COVID vaccinations are now authorized to go into the arms of the country's youngest children in New York City. Registration at city-run sites begins today. Shots will be available starting tomorrow. All right. There's a great article. It's lengthy in BizPak Review today. Unjabbed. New York City sanitation worker says there's no reason for Mayor Adams' vaccine push. He's extorting us. And this worker with 18 years on the job trashing an offer by, quote-unquote, uncaring Mayor Eric Adams to rehire unvaccinated ex-municipal employees if, if, if they agree to get the COVID jab by a set deadline. And this is what he said, this unemployed sanitation worker. We pick up the garbage. We don't see anybody. We don't come in contact with anybody. There's no reason We should be vaccinated. He's holding our careers against us for no reason. This man, Mr. Kilcullen, is one of about 66,000 workers who applied for a religious exemption that hasn't been acted upon. Now I'm going to tell you something this mayor when it comes to these covid things you are utter disgrace mayor adams you are an utter disgrace mayor adams you are an utter disgrace the new yorkers who risked their lives in the health field and many fields like this sanitation to keep this city functioning when there was no vaccination they were out there doing their jobs they could have caught covid many of them could have died They didn't. They kept working. And then you, you're a high and mighty mayorship. You come in and you say, okay, you have to get vaccinated. I don't care about your religious. I don't care about your your religious reasons for not doing it. I don't care whether you have some kind of health condition that in your mind you think you shouldn't do it. No, he demands. Like an authoritarian dictator. Except. He makes an exemption for wealthy athletes. One of the teams happened to donate a large of money to his campaign, and all of a sudden they get these wealthy multimillionaire athletes get get a, a waiver. But the people who kept this city going don't get anything but grief. You are a disgrace for this, Mayor Adams, a total hypocritical disgrace. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Sturdy. Sterling. Bo Sterling's Rush Hour. It is Tuesday. That means Mark Stein. And that means Mark Stein's coming up soon. Don't go away.
0: James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush Rush always mistakenly British. Teen crumpets. cheerio! But he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents.
3: Oh, I know who you are.
0: America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly presents Mark Stein.
2: This, my friends, is one of these days that I have to get schooled by by the headmaster of world events, Mark Stein. I'm not embarrassed about it. I just, Mark, I don't understand, and I need your help. I do not understand French, the French, (laughs) at all. A few weeks ago, they had an election, Mark. Yep. We were told, I'm reading the election, okay, this guy, Macaroni, Macron, he yeah. survives. The Le Pen woman, she's, you know, racist, bigot, Republican, evil, whatever, whatever. Yeah. She loses. Goodbye. You're gone, Le Pen. And then yeah. Macron, you're you're in. And then today, I read the newspaper, and all of a sudden, France, thrown into limbo after humiliating setback for Macron, Macron. <laughs> so Macaroni is back to being... the, in yeah. the What in the in the can you please explain <laughs> the french
3: Well, uh, it's a difference in political systems. You have the same two boring parties that you've had for 150 years, and everybody holds the elections on the same Tuesday. And then, as happened to that New York congressional district up near Syracuse, wherever it was, uh, up near the uh, St. Lawrence River, you take four and a half months to count the votes of it. And in that time, that's the system here. Fantastic. You take four... Four and a half months. Four and a half months to count count the votes. And there's people in Sudan. Who, there's, there's there's goat herds in Sudan standing around saying, "Wait a minute. Have these have these people in New York? They don't haven't heard of the internet, and they can uh, so." So, uh, France, in that four and a half months, while you're still counting the votes in one congressional district in New York, France can hold three, four, five, seven national elections. So they've now had a parliamentary election in which Macron, who saw off the centre-left and centre-right parties and had the dinky metrosexual globalist technocrat party, and his dinky metrosexual globalist technocrat party has now been crushed by a father-left and father-right party. So it is, uh, it's is—it's more interesting. I would love it. I would love it if there were more parties over here, but
2: alas, you guys make that very difficult. Okay, so he just won, but does this mean... So now he doesn't have enough to form a government again, so, but he just won. So yeah. so does this mean he just won, but now he just lost? And he's yes. going to be thrown out because he doesn't, I won no. the election, but four weeks later I'm
3: thrown out? No, he's going to be sticking around, but he's going to have to do deals with Marine Le Pen, who, as you said just a couple of months ago, Marine Le Pen, ha, what a loser, sad loser, a pathetic cat lady who's bought herself a one-way ticket on the Oblivion Express. So long, Marine! Don't let the door hit you in your sad, lonely, pathetic cat lady butt on the way out. And uh, that was too but now she's back. Start spreading the news. She's leaving today.
2: Oh my gosh! So, <clears throat> so when are we going to know? If we, if, this is what they call a stable government, right? In well,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically what the French call cohabitation. Right. It's like when you have uh, it's like when uh, you uh, are shacking up with somebody who's not entirely your first choice. <laughs> And that's what that's (laughs) what they You love the one you're with. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what so (laughs) Macron and Le Pen are not natural bedfellows, but the French system is going to make them. And, And there's a couple of other guys in there. There's some there's a sort of Bernie Sanders type, cranky old lefty type who's there in the three in a bed one and uh, so it's 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 cohab what they call it is cohabitation Co- okay.
2: cohabitation <laughs> well speaking of cohabitation um and and being in different beds no again an ugly thought hillary clinton <laughs> <laughs> always the sex fantasies with you and no, hillary isn't it there's no fantasy oh no 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 don't ever okay now she's done a flip-flop. She's thrown the transgender community under the bus. A few months ago, she said they should be the highest priority. Mm. So she does an interview, and now she says, you know what, we Democrats are spending too much time dealing with these transgender people. They could cost us the election. Why don't we, why don't we get rid of them? Mm. Or-
3: yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the fantastic thing is that it's actually gotten this far before the Democrats look at each other and say, you know, we never talk about anything that matters. What is what is America to me? Well, right now in Joe Biden's America, America is the land where you can choose to be transgender as you go off the cliff. You can choose to be... Uh, gender fluid as you go off the cliff you can choose to be intersexual as you go off the cliff but the going off the cliff part under joe biden is basically baked in so whether you have 57 genders to go off the cliff in becomes pretty peripheral because when you're there in the rubble at the bottom of the cliff no one's going to be able to tell whether you were trans or intersexual or whatever the de- the demo joe biden Nothing works here. There's, there's shortages of everything. (coughs) Everything is kaput. And Joe Biden's thing is, you know, they had that, they tweeted for Pride Month at the White House, a photograph of Rachel Levine, who is, as I'm sure you know, is America's first four-star transgender admiral.
1: You yes. know, a-
3: other countries just have two-star transgender admirals. It's pathetic. <laughs> it's really pathetic. Sad, actually. Uh, and she was being pictured with Karine jean Pierre, who is the first openly lesbian press secretary, people can't get baby milk. And do you think they? Do you think they really care? Oh, look at this. There's the there's the little lesbian press secretary next to the four star <laughs> transgender admiral. I was really enjoying it, but I was I was just hoping we'd have um, a a two spirited Muslim in there. Why? Uh, you know, I mean, this nobody outside, nobody when when things. Go south big time, like they've been doing under Biden. People, people actually want the government to stop doing this, you know. Booty. Well, who cares? You know. Oh, I went, I went to the gas station today, and I had my gas uh, pumped by an intersexual. Uh, it was two hundred dollars, but I would have paid more just to have my gas pumped by an intersexual.
2: No. So, do you think Hillary's actually onto something here?
3: Well, I think I think you can Hillary lost in 2016 because Trump talked about stuff that was real and Hillary didn't. And all that's happened in the six years is the gap between what the Democrats talk about and real life has widened to a huge kind of yawning Grand Canyon gulf between Democrats and reality.
2: Now, Mark, I'm gonna, this, this next story, I'm going to be honest with you. I was sort of stunned when I read it because uh, this, again, was in Politico. And, and the gist of it is is that the world is really looking at what's going to happen here with Roe versus Wade. And if Roe versus Wade does indeed fall, it sends a cue to other nations around the world that they can do the same, that they can get rid of their abortion laws or whatever. And that's a worry, that this could spread globally. I did not have an idea that the United States had that kind of impact on world thinking when it came to abortion you travel the world probably more than anybody i know did is, is, were you surprised that this is what what the liberals are coming up with is this a lot of bs or is this real
3: well i think it, i think it's complete bs i mean we all i mean for a start it's totally dishonest even in american terms all we know is that once roe versus wade is gone uh, there will be Uh, 50 abortion regimes in every state, and some states will have very permissive ones like California and New York, and others it'll be a little more difficult. But none of this applies outside America. I mean, in, in the countries that people like Bernie Sanders and the Democrats profess to admire in Scandinavia, it's virtually impossible to get an abortion after 13 weeks after the first trimester. I mean, these so-called countries that Democrats, you know, the the stuff that goes on in uh, America, the Kermit Gosnell thing in Philadelphia, uh, the thing where you're basically having fourth trimester abortion in a lot of these uh, so-called clinics. You don't get anything like, in in most continental countries, uh, abortion is already far. Restricted than anything to. No one in Sweden would propose a Roe versus Wade regime. Uh, no, No one in Denmark would propose a Roe versus Wade regime. This kind of, oh, it's not enough just, you know, Roe versus Wade will now destroy women's rights across the planet. I mean, again, I don't know, even Democrats at some point have to get their heads out of their butts and say, you know, this is just ludicrous, this is ridiculous.
2: Got it. One last thing. You Canucks, y'all have done it again. Your your PM up there has decided, okay, no more plastic. I got rid of the guns last week. This week it's the plastic. No more plastic for you. If plastic has more than a one use, that means no more plastic. Knives, forks, spoons. That means no more plastic. Straws. That means no more single-use plastic. And you can't import it either, which is going to be really interesting. Um, are you going to follow the example down here and eliminate plastic from your life uh, in, 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 because you're such a good Canuck, Mr. Stein?
3: No, the last time I was actually in uh, Canada, I was in Montreal a couple of weeks ago, and uh, room service uh, brought me a paper straw, very environmentally friendly. I love it. I love the way it dissolves into your strawberry milkshake. <laughs> Because I actually can't handle a strawberry milkshake that doesn't taste (laughs) of cheap paper anymore. But, uh, this, they were so considerate, they brought me a. Paper straw in a plastic bag. So they've eliminated the plastic straw, but they still serve you the paper straw in a plastic bag. That's so nice, environmentalists. <laughs> I, 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 there's outlying islands of the Maldives that now won't be swamped because you're putting paper straws in a plastic bag. Well done, you little eco-virtue signalers. <laughs> Although I prefer it if you transition. I'm tired of having cis-environmentalists. Uh, hectoring me all the i I far prefer trans environmentalists.
2: Way to go. Where can people find you, Mark Stein?
3: <laughs> uh, well, you can find me at steinonline.com, S-T-E-Y-N, online.com. We're still there. We sometimes get a, a denial of service attack, or whatever it's called, from Iran, uh, but they haven't nuked us yet. So steinonline.com and at gbnews.uk. I'm over there, too.
2: Absolutely, Mark Stein is always such a pleasure, and thank you. I'm, I really mean this mark. I, w- when some of these things news uh, of stories like in France pop up, and i am I was totally confused. I said, I know. I know. I'm not even going to think about this anymore. I'm just going to wait and ask Mark because (laughs) he's going to. (laughs) Well, if
3: you're if you're used to that New York congressional election, uh, I understand, because the difference between America and the rest of the world is that generally speaking, the rest of the world uh, holds Election Day on Election Day, not in the four months either side. So I can understand why that would confuse you.
2: Thank you so much. Mark Stein, this is James Golden, Bo Snerdly, a.k.a. Snerdly. We are here. It is Bo Snerdly's Rush Hour. We're coming back right after this.
0: It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush, rush. Now, here's Bo Snerdly.
2: Oh, pretty woman. Van Halen brings us back on WABC. Remember Cats at Night comes up immediately after this show. Street, I like
0: to be,
2: you know, the Daily Mail had a story the other day that really ticked me off. The story was based on the science, the science of the face, and they had these little diagrams over over the over an image of a woman's face that pointed out the distance between the eyes and the ears and whatever and all this stuff. And so, so they said, uh, due to with the science, the prettiest woman in the world is Amber Heard, and the second prettiest one would be Kim Kardashian. And I said, this is such crap, Bola. First of all, I know the prettiest woman in the world. And it's not Amber Heard and it is not Kim Kardashian. But the idea that, that so called science is going to determine what a, who a beautiful woman is, there are so many variations of beauty in women among in God's creatures. God's, one of the most amazing things that God gave mankind. The most amazing thing that God gave mankind is womankind. And women, you know you're beautiful. And you know what else is beauty? Beauty, real beauty, doesn't just come from the distance between your, your ears and your eyes or your eyes and your nose. It's what radiates from inside. And that's why a lot of times you'll see this expression um, if you read certain literatures that the eyes are the gateway to the soul because it tells so much about who that human being is and you can see the beauty sometimes just pouring through. I mean, I, I was really, I, I looked at that and I'm like, who who comes up with this crap? The most beautiful woman in the world, as Amber Heard. By the way, to celebrate Pride Month, 77 WABC is giving away... Limited edition 77 WABC Pride pins. Absolutely free. To get yours, go to wabcradio.com slash pin and celebrate Pride Month with 77 WABC. That's wabcradio.com slash pin for your free 77 WABC Pride Month pin. There was, and thanks again, Mark Stein. I wasn't kidding. I was... When I when I read the headline on this other French election, I was like, what is this? And he just makes everything so clear. Uh, California, ladies and gentlemen, is bracing for increased health care premiums if, if, if federal subsidies expire. And I bet many of you didn't even know that these federal subsidies were in place. For the last two years said Winlock, has had a major burden lifted from his surgically repaired shoulder. Federal subsidies passed as part of a temporary pandemic relief package have drastically cut how much he pays in health care premiums, allowing the Sacramento area small business owner to purchase an insurance plan during the last two years that has provided better coverage for his shoulder and knee replacements. Those federal subsidies, however, will expire at the end of the year if Congress does not extend the program. His very manageable price, about $700 a month for him and his wife, will increase to $2,300. Even, he says, if I went to a lesser type policy, it would still be about $1,800 a month. Windlock 63 says, I mean, that's more than my mortgage. Roughly 150,000 lower- and middle-income Californians would similarly be priced out of coverage by the rising premiums if federal subsidies are not extended. A covered California analysis recently estimated. Well, I thought Obamacare fixed all this. Do you remember back when Obama was running around with the Democrats See, you're not supposed to bring up this stuff years later because people, oh, would you just please move on? Would you just stop it? But I remember very well when those of us saying that we didn't want a government take over one-sixth of the economy, health care, and they told us that we were bigots and the usual names that they call Republicans and conservatives because we kept saying that this is not going to solve the health care problems, that they're not doing anything to solve the healthcare care problems. Now, remember everything that Obama promised us. They promised us that the this when we implemented Obamacare, that the cost of premiums would go down. On average, Obama said $2,000 a year we'd be saving. Aside from the fact that we could keep our doctors, keep our existing health plans, and everything was going to be rosy, we'd all be paying left, and finally, finally in America, we would bend the curve of health care spending. Here we are, it is now what, over 12 years into the thing, None of that has happened. The cost of health care has continued to exponentially rise in this country. Now we have another welfare program that many of us didn't even know existed that was supposed to help somehow or another fight COVID, but instead it was going to help them mitigate the cost of health care. And now if we don't continue this welfare program, oh, poor us, and poor and I'm not making fun of Sid Widlock. I understand health care costs are impacting he and his family. I'm not making fun of this guy. I'm not mad at this guy either for wanting his health care costs to be manageable. This is the wealthiest nation in the world when we don't have Democrats running it. Our health care system has been broken for years. For decades. Yet the Clintons came up with their health care fix. What happened? Cost kept going up. Obama and the Democrats, with no Republican votes, pushed through their health care fix. They told us it was going to finally mitigate health care costs. What happened? Cost kept rising. And now we've gotten so used to the fact that we don't have the doctors of our choice anymore and then everything got destroyed up until then, that's just like, oh, well, this is the new system. Now let's get used to it. Health care is a real issue in America for many, many families that needs to be addressed. Obamacare didn't do it. It is still hanging out there as something that needs to be addressed. Insurance companies have far too much sway. See, Democrats always talk about we don't want anything to come between a woman and her doctors. Oh, yeah, what about the insurance companies? You don't mind them because they pad your campaigns with so much money. We do need some health care fixes in this country. I am not a healthcare expert. So aside from a few cursory ideas, I can't tell you what it would really take to bring the health care costs down. All I know is you can look at a graph from when the government got into the health care business with Medicare and with Medicaid and what you have seen ever since those days is an explosion of health care costs. They exploded and nothing has ever been right in the healthcare industry since then. And certainly Obama didn't fix anything for anybody, despite all the claims. Your call is coming up. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snirly. This is Bo Snirly's Rush Hour. Don't you go away. We're coming right back.
1: James Golden, known
0: popularly as Bo Snirly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Nerdly.
1: Rush, Rush, Rush.
2: Yeah, the first song you learned to play on piano, right? Bill Withers, Lean on Me, brings us back on WABC. Talk Radio 77. Lean on Me. Uh, You know how New York's legislators are all patting themselves on the back because we implemented some new gun laws. We we did. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? New York's law, new law, barring the sale of bullet-resistant vests to most civilians... It doesn't cover the type of body armor worn by the gunman who killed 10 people at a Buffalo supermarket. So here are these Democrats. They just can't wait. Oh, we're going to write some new laws. We're going to write some new laws. Let's write some new gun laws. So they get up, they write laws. Okay, you can't wear that body armor anymore. They got They didn't get the right body armor. These geniuses, these genius Democrats... When you hear, and and you'll hear this very often, you hear conservatives say, these people don't know what they're talking about. Well, this is more proof. They don't know what they're talking about. There's a guy who runs a tactical store, a tactical gear and body armor store here in New York City. He says, I know you said soft vests, but what about hard armor plates, plate carriers, or armors that aren't vests, but clothing that provides protection? Is that also prohibited? It's so vague. No one knows what to sell and what not to sell after the Democrats go in and try to write gun laws in a hurry. Because the Democrats themselves don't know what they're doing. They just want a virtue signal. Oh, look at us. We're doing something. We're doing something. Let's get to the phones. BJ, Queens, New York. Thank you for waiting. Thank you for holding. You're on with James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdley.
4: Great show, Bo. You're the brother from another mother. You know, these uh, 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 Hollywood types, they call Hollywood la-la land for a reason. These Hollywood types live there. They don't know the price of a quarter of milk, a cup of coffee, a subway token, yet they're wise enough to deem what type of – what you should pay in terms of gas for your car. Yet they don't understand that the price of gas affects everything we consume, even the stupid shows that they make. They should STF you, and they should be grateful they have an opportunity to make millions on their crappy movies.
2: B.J., thank you. Great call. Appreciate you much. Call us again, Mike from Oceanside. Mike, welcome. You're on WABC, Boston Early's Rush Hour.
4: Hey, how you doing, guy? Thanks for taking my call. I listen to you guys every day, all day and at night. Uh, something. Well, just said something with the guy from um, Breaking Bad. Uh, again, he doesn't. He's making millions of dollars. You got people who are making under seventy, under eighty thousand, and less. They can't afford that. Okay, this guy, like you said, he's in La La Land. But the reason, nobody smacked him. Sometimes these people have to get smacked to wake wake them up.
2: Now, also, let's not advocate violence because, you know, you're going to be charged with insurrection tonight. FBI will be coming by your house. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you suggest smacking? That's insurrection. We're going to haul you and put you with the Jan 6 and leave you rotting in jail forever and ever. Okay. Go ahead, Mike.
4: Downtown Brooklyn, Park Slope, and uh, you do something stupid, you get smacked, and you don't do it again. And that's it. <laughs> Simple and easy. Now, yesterday, what I found that yesterday, I'm listening, I forget what I was listening to, but with the station, it was in the morning. And they said that they found Joe Biden's daughter's uh, diary. The diary. Her diary.
2: Her diary.
4: I didn't. I didn't know anything about it yesterday. So the president of the United States, this moron, was taking showers with his daughter.
2: Yeah, his his okay, daughter. Okay. So why that aren't they? Why
4: his aren't they, why daughter, they need his, More information on
2: that. Uh, not his toddler daughter. She was. Uh, she was a little bit older than that. Older to the point that she knew the difference between men and women, and she's uh, she's taking showers with her with, with daddy. I mean, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, Mike. <sighs> it's disgusting. I
4: heard that, then I remembered when he was vice president years ago, uh, some friends of mine that knew people, whatever, in and, and, and that circle, so to speak. I, is there a pool in the White House?
2: I don't you know. I don't know. I don't know. Not any, There used to be one, and it's gone from being a pool to being covered up. I don't know what the current state of it now. There used to be one. It was covered up. I think Nixon was the one that covered it up. I'm not sure. Or maybe it was Carter. I'm not sure. Yeah, but anyway, let's not. Who was he supposed to be in the pool with? Uh, I don't know. Let's move on. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate your call very much. Rhonda in Indiana, how are you, Rhonda? Welcome.
1: Hi, James. We're doing great here. Um, I just I have to tell you this. One of our four sons, uh, my 28 year old, was listening when you spoke just a few minutes ago about how the beauty of a woman is more than just what is outside. It's what's on the inside. And I want you to know that my 28-year-old was nodding his head in agreement. I am so thankful for men who really appreciate a good woman, for men who respect and honor women for what is on the inside as much as what's on the outside. I'm so thankful that my husband is a man like that. And he's raising four sons to be men like that. I also just want you to know, James, that I can tell that you truly respect women. You have Princess Di on your show. I can tell you have such a warm regard for her. You have other women friends that you have spoken of so fondly in the past. And I I want you to know that that matters and that people notice. And we need examples like that. So as a woman who is also a friend, just thank you.
2: Who is also one of the most beautiful human beings I have ever met, Rhonda. And the beauty from you does shine from your soul through your eyes. And that is why your husband and your sons are so very, very blessed.
1: Well, I, well, (laughs) I'm speechless, but just thank you so much. It matters so much to me what kinds of women that my sons will end up with, and so I'm so glad for the examples that they have to look to, and you're one.
2: Thank you, Rhonda. Love you, my yeah. dear. You. Let us go to Joe in Long Island. Joe, thank you. WABC Talk Radio, 77 Boston Early's Rush Hour.
4: Good afternoon. It was Biden. He was he was naked in the pool. And the pool is open because oh, he used to run when Obama was in the pool uh oh, by the boy. way the fellow that that had the the thing with uh, the health insurance you know i come in at a, at a different perspective when you see the money that's spent on people and not even americans you say why should i pay for that and i have a message to democrats who especially black democrats they're going to help you. They're going to help you. They're going to help you. Now they bring people in to put in front of you. When was the last time they paid for hotel rooms for for, for black America during a, a natural disaster? Like, overbooked. Never.
2: Never. Well, Joe, let me overbooked. just kind of translate something that you were saying here in case, in case people didn't get it. California, the story that I just read, how Californians are worried that their health care costs are going to rise if— the welfare, the subsidy they were getting for the federal government during COVID runs out. Many of us didn't even know they were getting it. California is the first state, was the first state, that made it totally legal to give full, full health coverage to illegal immigrants, and it is a law in California. Full health coverage. for, And you wonder why illegals continue to pour across the border. Wouldn't you, if you were going to come somewhere... From a nation where you didn't have that and you say, oh, I can get free health coverage. All I got to do is just cross the border illegally. Free school, free health care. And this is the kicker. If American citizens were to go to Mexico or to go to any of the countries in Central America and expect the same, not on your life. Most governments in the world would not allow an American citizen in there to mooch off their taxpayers. It just doesn't happen. Thank you for the call, Joe Mike, in Westchester County, New York. You're up next. Time's running out. What's on your mind, Mike?
4: Just, uh, wanted to talk about the body armor situation. Yes, I just think that um, I just think that it's a, a you know a little ridiculous that you know people can't purchase to body armor to wear body armor to protect themselves. Um, you know, you got. I'm just looking at it from both angles. You know what I mean? I, I just
1: think that's a little wrong.
2: Well, this is what Democrats do. Okay. So Democrats say, okay, that's it. No more body armor for anybody. First of all, they picked the wrong kind of body armor. The body armor that this guy was running when he went in and murdered those people, it's still available because Democrats didn't know what they were talking about. But then the idea that they want to ban body armor for you, the innocent, the law-abiding citizen. So, yeah, you can't wear something that would save you from the criminals. That is a microcosm of what Democrats are. Criminals first because the criminals are not going to pay attention to any of these laws they're still going to go get the body armor they want whether these Democrats write a new law or not but the one that it hurts are the citizens that obey the law like you. that's Democrats for the criminal against the law-abiding citizens of New York. James Golden Bonerby our rush hour is over for the day Bonerby's rush hour back tomorrow four o'clock. Catch it night up next. Listen, my friends. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Much love to you. I'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock. See you then. Bye.